Good morning, 640 here on News Radio 92.3, informative local dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Joining us now, we have uh, uh, Eric Gilmore. He is the director of public safety for Escambia County. And uh, you have seen him uh, or his face on TV more in the last week than uh, in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> for, uh, not a great story, unfortunately. But uh, Eric, welcome back to the show, sir. Uh, thanks for having me, Andrew. Absolutely. We got a lot of good stuff I want to get to with you, but first we got to get through the bad stuff. So we basically, um, you know, some, not all people, some, not all people got this text active shooter reported in your area. Run, hide, or fight without a location, without any context, and seemed to kind of go to all over the place, including even to Santa Rosa County. Uh, and then it got clarified that it was uh, PHS, but it wasn't PHS. <laughs> it was Pensacola Catholic. And so lots of layers of screw-ups on this, and I know you know and you've talked about this, but can can you just, I know you've had a few days, okay, to kind of, you know, figure out what happened. What happened? Okay, uh, we're still working to understand why it broke the geofence parameter, but the initial message that went out and the geofence was applied, uh, unfortunately, it was titled wrong to begin with. It said Pensacola High School, so we had the wrong school right out the gate. Human error. <clears throat> we did that. We're cleaning these things up, and uh, the message was pushed. When we put the title in the title box, we thought, understanding eyeballs, this is the first time we use eyeballs, that the title would transfer to the body of the message. It didn't. So Pensacola High School didn't even go out the first time. It just went out, uh, active shooter in your area, run, hide, fight, and it broke the geofence. So there's there's two problems right there. One was the wrong title, wrong school, and uh, it didn't it didn't stay within the geofence that we had done. Uh, once we realized this uh, and realized it went out beyond the fence, I immediately asked the staff to go ahead and let's retract it, let's let everybody know that it was a false alarm. I didn't know that Pensacola High School was in the title. Uh, because it never went out, and then when the staff went back to say, you know, uh, uh, false alarm, uh, everything is clear, uh, the staff saw Pensacola High School in there, and there's a follow-up messaging in IPAL. So you would think, common sense, what we were trained is when you do the follow-up, that it applies all the same rules in the geofence that was previously set, uh, but it doesn't. So what happened was uh, when staff went in there, they said, okay, Pensacola High School, so they put the title in the body of the message. Uh, because some somebody previously put Pensacola High School, and all the parameters weren't checked, so that second message went countywide. So that was why North End residents saw Pensacola High School all clear. People everywhere else saw Pensacola High School all clear. And then once I was saw that, I was like, "Oh my lord!" I said, oh, "Y'all got to clean this up. We've got to absolutely." So the original messenger went back into iPods realized that it didn't stay within the parameters uh, and checked all the boxes again. And that's why the third message went back to the original people who received the first message that was so vague and uh, not very, uh, very instructive. So uh, we have learned a lot about iPods yeah. <laughs> uh, through this event. And, and we, uh, knock on wood, we will be better prepared next time to make a, a better message and make sure we're hitting the target. We're still working with iPauls to understand why it broke the geofence. So the messaging was... And uh, by the way, I'm, I, I hate uh, to do this. I, I hate to mansplain it. But just for people who might not know, when you talk about a geofence, the idea there is that it would only be distributed to cell phones that are located within certain geographical proximity to the place where there's a threat. And that also was part of the failure is that it went outside of that geofence. Sorry, I just know there's some people kind of listening and they're wondering about that. Go ahead. 
No, perfect mansplaining. That's it. You just nailed it right there. Uh, so we're working with the company to find out why it did break perimeter, why it broke the geofence, and we can clean that up. So uh, messaging was us. We learned a lot about uh, you know what we can and can't do, what the boxes need to be checked. Uh, so we we got policy in place, but we're trying to we're, we're going to nail down the geofence. We're going to we're working with the company, and they're looking at it why it did break and went to you know Gulf Breeze, Milton, outside this county because it's really not supposed to go outside right. the county anyway. So, but it def, definitely went outside the geofence. So, anyway. so so it, okay, so um, it originated within uh, somebody within the de- Department of Public Safety, um, and I don't need you to name me a name or anything like that. Uh, you know, a person entered it, okay, and we learned how the system doesn't function the way we thought it did in a couple of different ways, as you have very clearly outlined. Uh, My question is, in the future or in the past, is there, you know, when you're going to send out a a warning to people that says, you know, run, hide, fight, I mean, that's a pretty high level of stress inducement, right? So, um, and which you need to send a message, no doubt. I'm not quibbling about that. Um, It seems like since accuracy was so badly handled this time that accuracy in the future is a premium. It seems like that ought to be a two eyeballs or four eyeballs kind of thing, you know, at least for somebody to sign off on it. Eric, I was kind of asking you this question about, you know, going forward, uh, have you enhanced the level of uh, checking, editing, you know, somebody else needs to put eyeballs on this text before it goes out to make sure this doesn't happen again to the degree that it was really your fault to begin with, right? I understand that too. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so we do have a mechanism in place for multiple eyeballs being put on it because in the heat of the fight, uh, you know, mistakes get made or yep. you're trying to rush a, rush a message out there. So we do have multiple eyeballs. It, 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 is, a, it is a very powerful tool. It is a very powerful tool. Uh, when it's done right, it is excellent. It's on point. gives everybody what they need to know, location, good messaging. Uh, when it's done wrong, you obviously it, it's done way wrong. So, uh, yes, we have multiple eyeballs that look at it now. Very good. And just last, a quick question is, I know the geofence didn't work right, but I have never fully understood this, and I'm hoping you can clarify when you target a location with a, a text alert like this, is it based on where your phone is located at that moment, or is it based on your home address or service area or something like that? So it is supposed to be based on where your phone is located at that moment. Got it. triangulated between the cell towers, uh, but we're thinking something else happened to that effect that like you're alluding to, and that's what we're trying to nail down. Okay. So, and and, and I've, I figured that was the case. That's the only because uh, nothing else would make any sense, right? It wouldn't. The other one wouldn't make any sense. Right. So I got clear, right. clear for that. Um, right. We have a good news note in the round of pay raises that came in for Scambia County Fire Rescue. Uh, and I know this from personal experience because I was talking to some guys at the store one time and I said, "Hey, congratulations on the pay raise!" And three of the four of them were happy. <laughs> <laughs> and the lieutenant was like. You know, it wasn't for everybody. And I'm like, oh, and they said, is, you know, lieutenants didn't get a pay raise, but now we've remedied that, right? That is correct. So uh, initially the firefighters uh, got the pay raise and then uh, it took us, it took us a little, you know, a little over a year to go back and get the fire officers. And that would be our lieutenants, our captains and our battalion chiefs. Uh, so they were all approved for a 4% last week. So, uh, yes, uh, that I'm happy that we got that uh, nailed down and come to fruition for the guys. Uh, that was a, that was a good win. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's 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 good. I mean, I, bummer it took them a year or so, I guess. I'm thinking yes. about this rightly, uh, but you know, still, it's good to have it than never, right? So, and the other news, and this is yep, really genuinely right. good news, is you guys have finally upgraded to ALS. It's is it 350 or 360? 
It is ALS 360. 360. So we have upgraded. We we are full. That's correct. We're fully integrated now, which means we have received all the equipment, which means the life packs, the stair chairs, the uh, power load stretchers, uh, the um, so uh, you know all those components that come with it. The Lucas device. The Lucas devices. I can't speak enough. All our ambulance carry Lucas devices now. Which, for the life of me, I don't know why we didn't. Begin I had that same that question a, because I, I first encountered the Lucas device when I was covering Santa Rosa for uh, uh, Leadership Santa Rosa, and we got to meet all the all the lifeguard folks, and they showed it. For people who don't know, the Lucas device is this automatic uh, compressions. It substitutes for a person to keep somebody alive who's had a, an event. Uh, you basically strap it around them, and it auto calibrates to like their weight and their size, and then it does chest compressions. It's like having another person in the truck with you so that you can focus on other. Stuff, right? I mean, it's an amazing device. Absolutely. So you get a consistent compression every time, and you don't wear a human out doing it. Uh, so you're doing good compressions, which that's what we're supposed to be doing is good compressions during a cardiac arrest. So, you know, this is good life-saving equipment. Uh, the contract is for 10 years, so we've locked in the pricing for 10 years. And then in year five, uh, we get a complete replacement of everything I just named, uh, one for one. Uh, would be any if there's any upgrades, and they'll be upgraded at no additional cost because we're locked into that contract. So this oh, is wow, that's this great, is phenomenal. We got, we, yeah, we've got great equipment going forward, at least for 10 years. So in, in 10 years, we own the equipment. Uh, we can re-engage a contract and start another cycle with them or just go out and piecemeal it again like we did before. But, uh, I mean, this is going to be great to get us the equipment we need for 10 years and have good equipment out here in the field. This is this was, this was awesome. And you've this got trucks coming for um, uh, EMS, and uh, you got, like, what, I think you've got uh, 14 or something like that are coming, and you got six or eight that are going to go away because they're old, well old. But uh, the last thing I want to ask you, I, I hate to go fast on this, but it is important. Uh, Michelle Salzman mentioned when you were with her on uh, Jeff Bergash's Coffee with the Commissioner last week about asking for a fire station and a fire truck, I guess. And this is supposed to be where? On Kingsfield towards Ransom with all the new construction that's there? That's correct. So we, we've always known we need to we need to put a station out in that area. I mean, it's, it's kind of no man's land between Cantonment Fire Department and Inslee Fire Department. Right. So uh, we've been looking to put a station out in that area. We're asking the state for some funding. So Michelle Salzman, she's championing that for us to uh, go out and ask the state for funds to uh, build a station. We've got land out there just east of Ransom Middle School on Kingsfield Road. So, you know, putting another station up along with Paradise Beach in those areas that are not that are hard to reach or not covered uh, fully by the fire departments, that will be a huge win. Uh, to get another station uh, in that area. Yeah, no, that's a that's a when you look at the map and you realize how many homes are in that vicinity, all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, duh, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So, plus it's got a couple of good connector roads east, west, north, south for them to be back up to other stations, you know, to cover their backups, which is always good stuff. Uh, Eric Gilmore, he is the director of public safety for Escambia County. As always, Eric, thank you for all the great information and the time, man. Uh, the job you do is extremely important. I appreciate that you do it well, and I will talk to you again soon. Andrew, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, sir. Have a good day.